the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick not at Millburgers today. Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch were live here at the Alzafar Shrine, home of the 20th annual Festival of Flowers, seeing all kinds of old friends. Calvin and Jerry are answering a question off the air, so uh, it's uh, it's a great day to be out here, and it is busy. You know, if you haven't been out to the Festival of Flowers, I want to encourage you to come on out. We were talking to Ann Schiller, one of the folks who puts this together, she and Brunella do. And um, it came up that you really have to experience this uh, if you haven't been out there so you understand what it's about. And then once you get it, uh, you come every year. It's just a little bit different in that it's really, truly all about gardening, not about uh, it's, it's a garden show, not a home and garden show, so you're going to see lots of different vendors here that are promoting, uh, oh, like quality organic products or ladybug brands or some of the others. You'll see uh, products or you'll see uh, booths by the uh, folks at the Orchid Society or the Rose Society. They're here. Uh, as well, you'll see uh, uh, vendors from around town, um, that, like Millburgers and others, uh, nurseries, and you'll see uh, just uh, groups like the Plant Exchange. Right now, they've got a really interesting seminar that's going on. Two o'clock will be the organic roundtable. So come on by Mill, uh, not by Millburgers. You can go by Millburgers too, but come on by the Alzafar and visit with us. Say hi as you walk by. Uh, we're right here as you come in the door. You'll see us in the little alcove. Uh, the cubbyhole, if you will, and um, you can uh, come on by. I want to also tell you a little bit, too, while we're getting started, uh, to call us at 308-8867. If you can come by, you can call us at 308-8867. Toll-free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. That's the number to call to uh, be a part of the show. And also, don't forget, if you're looking for all kinds of information, maybe you wanted information on the Shrine, maybe you wanted information on the um, Festival of Flowers, maybe you wanted information about today's gardening classes, one for kids, and uh, that had to be postponed, so you may be looking for when that's going to be again, or maybe you're looking for information on the uh, upcoming blood drive or the top tomato contest, right? Well, all you've got to do is go to millburgernursery.com. Go to millburgernursery.com. It'll show you that, and it'll also tell you all about events that are happening around San Antonio, not just at Millburger. So uh, go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. 
toll free. It's 866-308-8867 to be a part of the show. So lots of folks here and uh, very, very busy. The parking lot was full. Guys, y'all been wandering around. What have you seen? You're on. Where we started? I know. Okay. I've been listening to you. Uh, what have we started over there? I'm sorry. What have we started? Where are we? Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what have you we, seen? We get a lot of questions. Yeah, we have gotten a lot of questions. His was really detailed. What was he asking? Well, he 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 had a crepe myrtle that was exfoliating, and they were they thought they had a leaf drop. They were worried about the bark coming off there, and uh, whether the bark was thicker than than should be if it was just a a natural thing but jerry and i didn't think so it's a big old it's a big yeah old tree and it, i kind of thought I, th- I think i've seen a lot of trees uh, even even crepe myrtles that uh, really put a lot of foliage on early in the year and then especially that kind of conditions they were talking about right near the curb yeah where they dry, where it could dry out you and so what they do for self-defense is just drop some of the excess leaves. And uh, it, but it looked the plant looked good. But I, I think they hopefully they're convinced that it's uh, going to do fine. Well, there's nothing if if it's a, that big a tree and it's dying. And we did uh, not tell then, them. The it's there's nothing we can do anyway. In the old days, we used to tell them to. to Dance in a circle around it. Yeah, yeah. We don't well, do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's really nothing that they can do. I, I think the tree just going through a natural uh, yeah. bark shed. And it's 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 large enough and because survived the, enough. The trunk is. Well, what was that trunk? Uh, about eight the inches. picture, it looked uh, eight inches. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a huge, huge thing. And maybe you heard me in the mic, so I didn't. I don't know if y'all could hear me. I was talking to Jenny Peterson. Do I have that right? Yeah, you're on. I'm on. Yeah, we were talking about. Jenny is sitting next to us. She just uh, gave one of the. You already did your workshop, right? I did. And uh, you have a book to complement it. So if we see anybody who wants to buy the book, just wave us down. So if you want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. Yes. Just two people down. But tell us a little bit about what, what you talked about in your story. Um, my book is called The Cancer Survivor's Garden Companion. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. I'm 54. And I wrote my first book when I was uh, going through cancer treatment. Or actually, yes, cancer treatment. The second book, The Cancer Survivor's Garden Companion, I wrote when I was going through recovery because I wanted people to know that the garden and the plants in the garden and the act of gardening are very healing and balancing. And it's a very important thing and um, very valuable. So how did you kind of discover this? Um, Well, you know, through my own cancer experience, um, cancer is kind of prevalent in my family. And um, I had kind of a, my treatment actually wasn't too rough, but my recovery, funny enough, was rougher. And so I had some bad medication interactions and um, was a little depressed, didn't even want to get out into my garden. And I'm a landscaper, so, you know, I uh, gardens are, are everything I do professionally and personally. So I started using my own garden and looking at the plants in the garden differently during my, my whole experience. And I thought, if I'm having this problem, other people are too. So that's why I, I wrote the book. And, well, and it's consistent with... Jerry and I for years have talked about how important 
what it contributes to young people when they they garden too in terms of their lives and and their work in their schools and then you know you're 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 just linking the whole the whole life to absolutely and yeah how important it can be uh, just to to make make a life just more fulfilled and occupied and satisfying so it's great and the the book again was the cancer survivors garden companion yeah. And, I, and I've heard other folks talk about, uh, I have a friend who has a water garden. And oh, yeah. she will talk about her experience and said, if it weren't for that water garden, you know, I don't know. And it, it was almost the same thing. It was during the treatment and during recovery. And the water garden kind of kept her balanced and, and, and made her feel good and gave her, kind of made it easier on her. So. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because during my, uh, my presentation that I just gave, I do talk about, in different sections, I talk about water gardening because it's, um, it can decrease stress. It can, um, water has a, it's very cleansing, it's very pure, kind of reminds you of the whole cycle or the, the rebirth of, you know, new life. It has a lot of symbolism attached to it. And, um, and it's, it's just kind of a fascinating way to garden, you know, plants that grow in the garden, the koi fish in the water. Um, it's, a, it's a very cool thing to do. So do you get a lot of other folks that once they hear your presentation kind of speak up and go, oh, my gosh, I, I thought I was kind of alone in this. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I do these presentations is because I want people to know they're not alone. They're not alone. If they've gone through it, somebody else has gone through it, too. What I went through, it was not fun at all, and it's very easy to just keep it to yourself because you don't want people to think you're weak or not capable. And, um, you know, I want people to know that you're just like everybody else. We all, this is a human condition that we all experience, and the garden is the best teacher of how to live a, a full and healthy and balanced life. Jenny Peterson, Jenny, I don't want to tell us real quick and then go. <laughs> She's right here. That's the author, right there. So don't go anywhere. She'll come over there in a second. If they can't come here, where can they find your book? They can find my book on Amazon. It's also at uh, Barnes & Noble, and it's at many independent bookstores and at different garden centers. They can also go to my website, JennyNibroPeterson.com. Cool. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right, 308-8867. I've been sitting there watching, watching folks come by, and it's like they're, they're looking through the book and then looking to see, why is the book here? What is this about? And it's like, she's right here. All right, 308-8867. What's that? Well, I was just, you know, you don't want to make uh, I was just wondering about if you were not a, we, we know a lot of folks that have gardened and gardened and have not gotten very good at it. That would be, I <laughs> mean, they'd have a tough time. They'll have to find some other option, you know. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, so Milton, you should be thinking about that. No, thanks. Uh, <laughs> all right, 308-8867 is our I guess it could keep you occupied trying to learn to be a good gardener, yeah? I think actually just getting involved with the soil and watching things grow, even if you don't do it well. Because uh, sometimes if you, if you grow the right stuff, it, it's very forgiving. The... Uh, the I know this because I am now a survivor of a 968. 968? The dwarf cherry surprise. That still pumping. Huh? It is still pumping. That, uh. you, you, honest to God, you, you we can we can go out to eat and pick six of them off, and when we come back to eat, there are six of six more of them on there. Ah, but it's a wonderful plant, and uh, uh, we've enjoyed it. So anyway, I think just getting in there and, and growing is a good thing. I think you're right. All right, 308-8867. Have you guys had a chance to walk around a little bit? Yeah, we did. I did. And uh, Yeah, Calvin got a really good article in uh, in today's paper. And uh, my essay, Section C, back of the sports page, uh, pages, 
and uh, very comprehensive for those of you who are listening at home and trying to decide whether to come by down to the festival door, festival flowers, and uh, pick up pick up that paper and uh, and and read that that article. Now it tells you everything that we're, uh, we have going on down here, and uh, out of all the plants. Uh, Kevin listed as being in the Garden Volunteers of South Texas booth, GVST. Uh, which one do you think sold out first, Calvin? I mean, within 30 minutes of the door opening. I, I know because I stopped at the booth, which, oh, is, which is a yeah, which is a wonderful display, and I said, "Those prices are so low that you're not that's uh. not going to last long." And, uh, and Rob said. Figs are already gone. Yeah, yeah, right. And what? See, and grapes were close. You know. Grapes, oh, is that right? Great. He says usually grapes are the first to go, but the Victoria grape. So, um, that's a. You got to see this booth, and what we're talking about is the Jerry Jerry and the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas conduct a research program, ongoing research, identifying exciting plants that can fit into our our central and south Texas landscapes and gardens, plants that can deal with our soil and our, our uh, weather. And uh, you get a chance with the, the, the gardening volunteer booth, there's t- 10 or 12 different varieties of plants that they're testing that have great promise, but you're ahead of it. They're not on the market yet, so you can be part of that experimental uh, effort and get ahead of it, and some of them are just unbelievable. Hey, we got Jim on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? I've got some mature live oaks out in New Braunfels that have little clumps of dead, completely dead leaves. Not huge sections, just small, you know, uh, ends of... Uh, of branches completely dead. Yeah, I have I have some of those in my front yard on my trees too. It, it's uh, okay. it's it's tip dieback or, or whatever, and uh, uh, it's I think the of course the plant pathologist uh, always want to claim a disease, but uh, I think it's a it's a fungus disease. That gets on the very you've seen you've seen yeah in, our in live oaks that and w- when pe- people really notice it when the when we have the big winds and yeah right that, those are the parts that break off then it becomes really noticeable right and, and but so. there, as far as spraying or preventing or anything like that like I said uh, there, there hey there's really really nothing you can can do about it. Just leave those parts and maybe trim them off and be done. Well, you can't, can well, or they'll you fall off. You don't really need to trim them off. Just let it be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're unless you're a neat nick. Uh, <laughs> and then just well, you be careful. Be my, mine are aren't those oak tree pretty big? They are. Yeah, well, that's They're very that's big. They I mean. just happen to be by our driveway, so they're more noticeable. But I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I'll let it be. Yeah, I've got I've got some that are real noticeable as I as I drive in. Thank you. As I drive in the driveway, uh, (laughs) they're they're all in 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 the overhang the tree that's overhanging the driveway. That's how mine is. Yeah. 
Yeah. But just don't don't worry about it. It's not going to kill the tree. And if you if you want a positive thing, a lot of a lot of times when you tip prune something, it makes the foliage denser. You know, in fact, they they used to do apples and oh gosh, yeah, yeah. things like that. Tip prune them so that uh, so that they have more fruiting fruiting uh, area. So actually, well, that's sure doing you. Right that's actually doing you a favor. Good. Okay. Well, then <laughs> I'll be happy about it instead of worried. So, that's so, right. Yeah. Sometimes his logic is uh, you know, it's a little tough to do. <laughs> well, if you, if you can't if you can't beat it, you might want well to join yeah. it. You know. That's right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> thanks, gentlemen. Jim. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. calling. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment, live from the Alzafar for the Festival of Flowers, right in front of the Millburgers display, which is absolutely gorgeous. So come on by and visit with us and uh, take in the smells. It's, it's of, almost like a wall, though, there with those ja- jasmine and everything. Yeah. All right, back in a moment, right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Let's get right to it. I've got some terrific items to tell you about that are on sale right now at Millburgers. Myers Lemon, Mexican Limes. You'll save over 50% for these great citrus trees, and they're two of our most popular citrus trees for containers. Now in the 12-inch pot, just $16.88. Drift Roses. They're low-growing ground covers, disease-resistant, abundant blooms, beautiful colors, perfect for a sunny border, and now... In the two-gallon container, just fourteen eighty-eight. Daylilies are on sale too. Now just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. And Texas Lilac Vitex is on sale in the five-gallon container for just sixteen eighty-eight. When you come to Millburgers, you also find Gold Star Esperanza on sale. This terrific, beautiful plant, great for hummingbirds and butterfly gardens. Now just nineteen eighty-eight in the twelve-inch pot. You'll find savings on these and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com and go to Millburger nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Galactic greetings to thee. I am David Grimillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Grimillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord, but it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Memorial Day. More than the start of summer. 
It's a day of reflection and gratitude. At this and other cemeteries across our country, America acknowledges a debt that is beyond our power to repay. This weekend, while you're enjoying the holiday, take a moment to reflect on the sacrifice of those in our military, those who have given their lives for our freedom. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, broadcasting live from the House of Our Shrine, which is the home of the Festival of Flowers, the 20th Annual Festival of Flowers. Hey, Charles over at the nursery brought me some information up there to tell you about the uh, Lawn and Garden Water Smart Tax Holiday, which is today, tomorrow, and Monday. And so you'll save uh, taxes on the following products to save water. Any product labeled with a WaterSense logo, soakers and drip irrigation systems, plants, trees, grasses, mulches, rainwater and moisture collection systems, and water-saving surfactants. So uh, if you're thinking about doing some stuff, this is a great day because that could be a big savings. Uh, the more you get, the more you'll save. Uh, so... Uh, Take a look. Go to MillburgerNursery.com for more information or just uh, call them up and they'll give you the information. But this is a great day to go out. Rain barrels, if uh, mulch, moisture control, or sprinkler. Um, so basically it's all the plants that are water saver plants and stuff and soaker hoses. It's as, as Charles said, it's almost the entire nursery except for a few things like yard art and things like that. So uh, so go on by and take a look. And uh, this that's this Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And don't forget, coming up on June 17th, we've already had people talking to us about it. It's the uh, Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest. We do it every year at Mill Burgers. This is going to be Saturday, June 17th. There are two divisions, the cherry and smaller tomatoes, uh, the regular tomatoes. There's a first and second place in each one of those. And um, the uh, you get a $75 gift certificate for first place. And for second place, a $50 gift certificate, plus the biggest tomato based on weight, and the grand champion of the show will win a $50 gift certificate in addition to the divisional prize. All right, so that's coming up June 17th, and you know where you can find more information, MillburgerNursery.com. Did you want to come up? and You guys were with the Orchid Society, right? Come on up and tell us uh, what you guys do and uh, a little bit about it. So grab that mic. Nope, grab there. There you go. All right, so introduce yourself. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, my name is Luis Valdez, and I'm the president of the Alamo Orchid Society. And I would like to invite every thank you. <laughs> I would like to invite everybody to come to our show in October 13th, 14th, and 15th, and it's going to be at the Garden Center. All right. So tell us a little bit about the show. Well, the show we have every year and a half, and uh, we have it in the spring in, in April, and we have it in the fall in October. And the reason for our show is to showcase different orchids that have different blooming times and so and it's got displays we have displays and uh, we have um, accredited american orchid society judges that come in from all over the country and they judge the orchids and And they they're 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 eligible to win an aos award and there's a system for it you can get an 
ACC, an AM, and an FCC mm -hmm. award. And then you're, you're selling? And There's going to be a lot of vendors. We have uh, vendors like Miller's Tropical. We're going to have um, Andy's Orchids. We're going to have Equigenera. We have many vendors, different kinds of orchids for everyone. And so some folks think that uh, orchids are tough to grow in San Antonio, are they? Oh, it's not difficult at all. I grow mine outside. Okay. So it's easy. Everybody that thinks that they're, they might kill them, wrong, because I can grow them right under a live oak tree. And they, they oh go to this goodness, show really? and attend your... It's uh, free to the public. They, no, can, they can learn how to grow them, too. They, right? can, learn, uh, they can learn how to uh, grow orchids. We have, at our society, we have uh, speakers coming from all over the, the country, and they give presentations on how to grow different species of orchids. Okay. How, about, how about the raffle? What's the raffle? The raffle, we have a raffle that it goes on once every hour, and all you have to do is be there to participate and be there to win. And we usually get uh, orchids from our vendors, and, and anybody can win. Uh -huh. So a website? Is it what? Website? We have a website. It's called alamoorchidsociety.org. It's got all that information on yeah. it. Yes, and we also have a Facebook group page, and we have a Facebook group as well. So if someone is interested in joining the society, give us kind of a little description of what you guys do. You meet monthly? We meet monthly. We meet at the Garden Center at 3310 North New Braunfels, and we meet at 6.30 for our social. We have our meeting that starts at 7.00. And it goes all the way to 9 p.m. We have a show and tell. No. Oh, okay. We have uh, we do announcements. We do also have growers group me meetings. That's on the third Sunday of the month. So on your show, social, when you have your cocktails, does it have little orchids in there or not? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> They're just bites. Everything Calvin does has uh, a little bit of a. I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, you know, everything hey. has a drink in it. So. Uh, well, we also, <laughs> you know, we don't like to cut orchids. But, oh, okay. but, I mean, we do like them as garnishes in our margaritas. So, okay, so what do you think is the, so all those, so do you find that, too, that people say, oh, orchids are so difficult to grow? Or is that just me? Is it, are the people telling well, you the same thing? You know, people kill them with kindness, basically. Oh, okay. Because they think that orchids are so special and that they're going to have to require extra care. And most people overwater them. And because of the water overwatering, the plants uh, get root fungus, and that's what kills them. Very interesting. Cool. Do you fertilize your orchids? I do, once monthly. And the rule Full of strength fertilizer? With What's Peter, that? A full strength fertilizer? With no, it's usually... 20-20-20? Uh, well, in our case, it's 10-10-10. That's 10, 10, what 10. I use. And it works perfect. Do you use full strength? 10, no, 10? no, it's... Our policy Half. for growing orchids is water, fertilize week, weekly, weekly, meaning very weak, once a week. Okay. Okay. So how do, what does it look like? So you're not using it full strength. How much are you diluting it? Well, if, 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 it depends on the fertilizer, but if you use one that has a little scoop that gives you a set amount per gallon, what we do is cut that in half. Cut that by a fourth. No, so oh, about four. Of the recommended dose per gallon. Okay. And that's what we do. And I've got great success. What kind of Have you ever tried it full strength? Oh, it's going to kill them. Will it kill them? It will kill them. Because of salt? 
it's it's salt. That's all it is. Fertilizer is salt. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for Thank coming you. in. And uh, once again, the website? It's alamoorchidsociety.org. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Luis. Thanks, Thank Ken. You so much. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, yeah stop by and see us uh, sometime before there, too, again, okay? Yeah. At Millburgers. Yeah, come yeah. on by. So All you right. can talk about it, yeah. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I started to ask him, how do you judge them? They're all perfect, you know, I mean, the the, the, ones flower, the flowers are. But they, yeah, yeah, you're right, the ones, if they live in there, the blooms you see. Maybe it's a number I, of blooms. I always suspect or... that there's a back room, you know, where you put the, <laughs> you put the problem uh those that don't prosper in the yeah. normal way are uh, hidden away. So, well, you know, he 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 said he's growing his under a live oak. So, and you know, when you, when you go to the tropics, they're growing in the trees. Yeah. I'll never forget in, in Panama, I went down there and the trees were full of orchids. I said, "How much is that worth in the U.S.? You know, uh, all those orchids blooming in those trees." The, the, in other words, orchids are their bromelia, are their ball moss. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, do you, you think they apply a cosine? To, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whether they try to get rid of it or not. All right, 308 8867, the number to call, 308 8867. What else you got down there? I mentioned that I heard you talking about the sale at Millburgers, and I'm excited to see the. Lemons and limes over 50% for sale now. I, I guess they put them on back on sale because of David Rodriguez's yeah, seminar citrus. today. But uh, you can take advantage of that. Plus, you won't have to pay taxes, right? I don't. I guess that would be one of the ones of account. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends if they if they rate as uh, uh, conservation if they're low water use plants. I don't. I probably wouldn't rate them as low water use plants. What orchids and? Orchids. I mean, uh, lemons, lemons and, limes. and limes. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I but, thought they were drought tolerant. Once they become established, I don't know. My, does that mean that I, that I would should be able to go instead of watering mine three times a week, I should just be able to water them twice a week? Or you can. You may not have as many lemons yeah. and limes. I don't know. We may have to ask somebody what that, what, what, what the, the plants, but uh, does that apply to sales items too? And they've got uh, daylilies on sale. We, we're there. Yeah. They're selling some daylilies here at Festival of Flowers. I say they, the daylily society, and they're also having their their contest here. So, if you want to see some beautiful daylilies wow. on display, they they. They've got some specimens on display back there in in, in the back room. Right? And you can, uh, yeah, you can get the the bulbs that relate to the the flowers there too. And daylilies, day, day we kind of under use, I think. Now, of course, you don't want to use them in your uh, a deer neighborhood. Yeah, the the deer. I know. mean, they send out. You talk about Facebook. They send out a uh, <laughs> note to everybody, every deer in the. They're excited. Miles, yeah, come and come and uh, 
share in this uh, treasure of uh, daylilies. They love that foliage. And they've also got crepe myrtles on sale. Oh, crepe myrtles. That's and cool. Ghost R. Esperanza. Wow. We got a question from somebody that, uh, let me see. Uh-oh. Anyway, uh, somebody was given some some misinformation about uh, Esperanzas. They said uh, there's two or three types of Esperanzas on the market now. One uh, and uh, one of them is Tacoma, and one of them is Yellow Bells, and uh, I forget what what the third name that they came up with. But uh, they said the best one is uh, is Tacoma. Well, those names are all they, they're, they're that's synonymous. A genus, yeah. that, that's a genus. And uh, Forrest Appleton wrote, wrote them back and said, "Well." Told them what the the situation was that the, the, the you want to make the you want to buy the selection that has Gold Star that is Gold Star Esperanza, which is pretty easy because it's, it's, the, it's the one that's eighteen <laughs> inches tall and blooming, or it's it's the one that doesn't even have even the taller specimens if they're oh. blooming, oh, they're probably yeah. Gold Star, because yeah. the others are are not big bloomers. I've got I've I've had from past in the years the uh, the, the the more generic and then I've had the orange and they grow real tall yeah and they have tiny little flowers at the top uh, for a short time of the year so if you're it's okay if you're interested in uh, that kind of a situation but if you want bigger flowers longer bloom period then gold star is the one you want. The other thing, Jerry, I I like the gold gold star foliage better, and I don't know if that's just yes, it's it's what we call a tropical foliage. If you if you look at Esperanza in El Paso and 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 that area, you'll see that they've got a very uh, fine leaf. Yeah. I, I mean, a cut leaf. Whereas the gold star is what what we've loosely termed as a tropical leaf. It's lusher. It's it's lush and it's it's a wider. Yeah, lighter and lighter green. And uh, the the the, uh, the everybody's always said that the ones the ones with the uh, the ones with the narrow leaf is more cold tolerant than okay. the tropical one. I don't, I don't know if we've ever we well I know we've never proven that. Because yeah, because we you know if we were having problems with them coming back after the winter, then we would worry about that. But, yeah. But I really haven't experienced that that yeah. issue. I I rooted some of the narrow leaf ones uh, that had a had a bloom capability, kind of like Gold Star. The one that I found at the botanical garden, and I rooted some cuttings, and then and then we sent some regular gold star, and we sent them to Lubbock. Well, they all they all died in Lubbock, froze back in really? Lubbock, even the narrow leaf ones. People, I hear people do that too up there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> no, they, Lubbock's got some neat. Uh, it's got a good master gardener chapter and some neat gardens. Yeah. And so uh, there we 
You have to be careful who you get your information I, from. The, this this question that I was referring to a while ago, but I am told by a community landscaper that she prefers Tacoma Bell, Tacoma Bell, better than Yellow Bell. Huh. They're the same. Is there a difference? Does TAMU have a photo to share of Tacoma, Tacoma Bell? And Forrest Reicher back said, I believe you're talking about the same plant, Tacoma Stand. But without a doubt, the one you should uh, get for your landscape is Tacoma Stand's uh, Gold Star, the selection Gold Star. And uh, as far as I know, uh, that's the only one that uh, that Millburger sells. Well, occasionally they, have, they have haven't have haven't had the variant uh, colors. Yeah, right. The fire, uh, one it got fire in the name. Kind of a reddish orange one. Reddish orange one. But it's it's Tacoma stands too, but just a different selection. All right, 308 We're going to take a break in just a second, but before we do, I want to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. You can meet Bill and the gang when you come over here to, Wild, to the Festival of Flowers. But Wild Birds Unlimited, their job, their mission is to provide you with things that help bring nature to your yard so you can enjoy uh, nature uh, in your everyday surroundings. And, uh, sure, they have everything that you need. They've got this, the, the, the selection of seeds, especially designed for, uh, for bringing in uh, specific birds or keeping other places out or other animals out. Uh, they've got uh, the houses. They've got binoculars. They've got the tilly hats. But I think what's probably most important is when you visit with the guys at Wild Birds Unlimited, you're going to uh, get the expertise they have. And when you, it's not going to take very long for you to uh, learn that uh, they're a problem solver. So if you've got a, a situation where you're having a problem with squirrels or the birds don't seem to be coming, go, go, go visit with uh, Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited or Denise on uh, 3009 or uh, maybe visit uh, with uh, Kim over there on Braun Road in 1604 and uh, start that relationship and let them help you out and they'll be happy to uh, show you kind of, chances are they can solve it they've seen it and they can solve it from Wild Birds Unlimited uh, they're located like I said three different locations uh, but the uh, one Bill's at is also on Northwest Military and uh, Hebner Road that's Wild Birds Unlimited give them a call or go visit with them you'll be glad you did if you want to bring nature to your yard. All right, we're going to take a break, um, and we'll be back in a moment. Uh, 308-8867 is our number. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Let's get right to it. I've got some terrific items to tell you about that are on sale right now at Millburgers. Myers Lemon, Mexican Limes. You'll save over 50% for these great citrus trees, and they're two of our most popular citrus trees for containers. Now in the 12-inch pot, just $16.88. Drift Roses. They're low-growing ground covers, disease-resistant, abundant blooms, beautiful colors, perfect for a sunny border, and now in the two-gallon container... Just fourteen eighty eight. 
Day lilies are on sale too, now just four eighty eight in the one gallon container. And Texas Lilac Vitex is on sale in the five gallon container for just sixteen eighty eight. When you come to Millburgers, you also find Gold Star Esperanza on sale. This terrific, beautiful plant, great for hummingbirds and butterfly gardens, now just nineteen eighty eight in the twelve inch pot. You'll find savings on these and much, much more. Check them out at MillburgerNursery.com and go to Millburger Nursery at sixteen oh four and both. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Where are the genies? A genie bath system's walk-in shower is not only beautiful, it stays clean and will never mold because there's no grout to worry about. Sure, you can keep scrubbing and trying to clean that old shower you have, but no matter how hard you try, it's still going to look like your grandma's toenails and not the little ones, the big ones. At Genie Bath Systems, we take our old embarrassing tub and replace it with a beautiful walk-in shower that's easy to enter and exit. Or you can continue to keep stepping in and out of your current tub, fall, break a hip, and have to go to the hospital and wear one of those gowns that your butt sticks out of. For a limited time, purchase a Genie Bass Systems walk-in shower and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. Or you can keep putting off updating your shower and wait for that dirty crime scene look to come back in style. Visit our Genie Bass Systems showroom just off of Broadway and Freedom Drive or visit GenieBassSystems.com. So quit putting off updating your ugly bathroom. Genie Bath Systems, 210-739-1372. That's 210-739-1372. Genie Bath Systems. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. Go to HassleFreeAutobuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's HassleFreeAutobuying.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Another one of the vendors here is Ty Chisholm over there, Quality Organic Products. And uh, yeah, it's probably better if you stand in front, because then you can hear me through the speaker, okay. too. There you go, Ty. Is that better? Yep. Good. All right. Well, talk to us a little bit about you guys. Is this this is the second year or the first year? It's the second year you've been here. Uh, third. Is it third? Oh, my third. gosh. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So uh, kind of talk a little bit about your experience here. It's going great. I saw a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Delphine over there. She was helping Delphine people. Delphine back there. Yeah, and so she was helping lots of people. But uh, if you've been here three years, obviously you like the event. Yeah, it's an awesome event. I taught us with quality organic products. You'll see they got two tables side by side today. They, uh, they're they all in. And uh, also, uh, Todd, they, uh, you're going to be on the um, the roundtable, the right. organic roundtable. Right. So, I, you know, and, and by the time we get out of here, 
everything has started. And I don't. I never. I've, I haven't been honestly to the. So how is it going to work? Is it just kind of questions and answers? Do you all get to speak? I think a little they write bit? the questions down and then you answer them. All right. Do you get do you get a little time to speak by yourself, or are you kind of talk? Yeah. Good. So what yeah. you going to talk I'm about? I'm excited. You know, I just uh, I don't know if they they just kind of tell you. I think they kind of tell you who you are and what you've established. Okay. And, you know. So, you know, my landscape uh, background is where I started, and then I got into the compost and the mulch industry for the landscapers, and then it kind of went into retail and gardening. And, you know, uh, it's my passion, just like the outdoors, and want to stay in this industry, you know. Yeah, and uh, that's a good thing to point out. So I am always like to point out the fact that so uh, you still sell their landscapers, which means that the prices that you're getting and the quality right. of I know the price is important to people, right? But it's only important if the quality is right. good, right? It's very important, and we always run through trials and tribulations through this industry because of the uh, chemicals and stuff that they do put out. So we're always trying to stay ahead of the game, keeping our stuff organic. That's yeah. the thing. A lot of people don't, and that's what we try to do. So, talk, what are some of the challenges? Huh? What are some of those challenges? Um, you get a lot of pesticide stuff that's fed through animals that go into composting. It's untraceable, untestable. Okay. That um, will do some damage on your plants if you're not capable of uh, going through it and figuring out. Not just the green and the nitrogen levels. It's just uh, bad products, and we got to stop that. I mean, as a whole, as a government and everything. For us, it's super hard, so we have to stay on top of it and test. Testing is very important, and getting your um, your browns and your green stock from a sourceable place that doesn't have those products in it. So, you know. If uh, you look online, too, I've been getting Facebook posts that say that you talk about mulch and stuff. Right. You guys have the mulch and compost on sale? We do for only landscapers right oh, now. Oh, okay. Not regular people. Okay. <laughs> so landscapers, are you saying landscapers are not regular people? Well, if they come in and you have a landscaper. They're weird people, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, some of them are. I was. But uh, you got to start somewhere. But if you have a landscaper, then all you do is send them over to buy the okay. mulch. That's how you do it. Okay. Um, and what else is going on over there? Man, our new location, our okay. new location, new location. That's what we've been working on. And then our other, our old location, um, we're trying to get all of the material off the whole property. We've almost succeeded that in six months. We've only wow. got about three to 4,000 yards. And then we're going to redo the whole thing to a friend environment where we sell more rock and stone and then have stuff there. And uh, then we'll have our 30-acre facility just right down the street. Okay. So we're not far. And there won't be a retail location. It'll just be a research center and a manufacturer. And that's the new location, but you'll still right. be doing a retail. But it's huge. But at the other, lo- at the, at the, sounds bad, but the old location. We'll have garden seminars. We'll have, we'll, we'll have a lot. We'll have a lot of different things. We have our garden now. It's phenomenal. I mean, it has everything. A cantaloupe, watermelon, oh, wow. grapes, blackberry, blueberry, um, everything and Gardopia Gardens is actually helping us they're outside here today also mm-hmm. don't forget them they're real big in the community they're a nonprofit organization they help schools they help the um, the um, troubled areas and putting garden in and getting the people out and getting the crime out very important and uh, you know come see Stephen here 
He uh, he's got free smoothies. I mean, four dollar smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell him I came to see. Tell him you came to see him. But, uh, you know, you mentioned that, and it's interesting. And I know that's uh, kind of. First off, Todd, uh, you folks need to know you do. You are a good community partner. For uh, sure. You uh, participate in a lot of different things with nonprofits. A this one is, is one that, that's uh, very important to you, and the name of it again is the, tell them again, is, uh, what is the name of the organization? Uh, it's Gardopia Gardens. And we, we were talking to Jenny uh, Peterson, who wrote the book, and she was talking about the effect that gardening had on her uh, cancer recovery, uh, which is amazing. But also, it seems to me that uh, the Gardentopia has similar stories in the sense that they're taking kids that... Uh, were in trouble, that were committing crimes, that did not have good grades, did not have a good school, did not have a good education, and um, they find that the gardening and getting involved in this and getting involved in the soil. Kids involved in the whole absolutely. situation, community, and at the base level, and that's a key for getting back there because gardening really is kind of a it's kind of getting lost in a lot of stuff. A lot of people, a lot of the youth don't do it. Don't they? And nobody has time. They're in playing games or doing something else. So yeah. very well, busy world we live in. Yeah, it's a it's a self esteem builder and a power makes you makes you feel powerful within your own life, which is important. And we, Jerry and I, participated through the years in some research projects that indicate kids do better in school for if sure they, if they keep them out of trouble. Get a chance to. To garden. Yeah. I think when you see that seed, it's almost like planting it in them. When you plant oh, something okay. in the ground and they grow up, then it, they grow up to be right. And that's what Malcolm once said when he ate his watermelon and planted his seed and saw that grow up. He's like, "Hey, I started something." And man, he blew up and become awesome. Yep. So. Well, okay. So quality organic products. We always mention. Uh, Soils, compost, mulches, right. but you talked about more rocks and stuff. So yeah, we're getting these them. are organic rocks. We're, yeah, yeah, all organic, <laughs> no radioactive. No. no, but we're going to be having a lot more stuff there, and that's what we're that's our key. And you know, just trying to keep stuff out of the landfills. You know, we really want to we really want to get organic. We want to um, the whole goal should be is getting rid of landfills and recycling everything we make, and that's the key. That and that's what we do, and. Um, it's just a green industry. We need to stay, and we need to do it. Um, unfortunately, there's some politics out there that get involved that I wish would go away because we should be supported and we should have some kind of tax break. But not, we're hitting. We get hit with very strong restrictions, mm-hmm. and like we had the fire, you know, this year. Um, actually, the state of Texas was awesome. They dropped everything. They it was very good. So TCQ actually was really good. There is strong reg- regulations and all that, but you got to just remember, it's gonna. We have wood products, and we're gonna catch on fire here and there because it does self-combust. But it doesn't mean that we can't do our strong practices and do it right and make it work. Cool. All right, quality organic products. Todd will be at the round table today, so we would encourage you to come visit and give Todd a bigger round of applause than anybody else. Just saying. And Thank uh, you. yeah, and uh, we want to know next week how it went. Yeah. So, like things like we're going to ask you what the most asked question was. What are most people's concerns? Things like that. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, quality organic products is located about a quarter mile outside of 1604 on Lookout Road, uh, and you can. Uh, 
find them there and uh, go by and visit with Todd and the gang, and you you won't be disappointed. They do a great job, and they're 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 out there looking out for you too with products that you know are uh, absolutely great. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Jerry's been taking questions as uh, we've uh, been talking. What kind of questions are you getting? I can't remember. Oh dear, we just make up something. <laughs> just nobody knows. Yeah, we've been having uh, conversations. Uh, Calvin, Calvin was recounting his uh, military service, uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that guy expected you to speak Vietnamese or something, didn't he? I yeah, I don't know. No, I think his wife was more excited than you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, she was. I think she was excited about everything. Apparently, there were two people there: you and he. Uh, <laughs> that's neat. All right, so yeah, yeah. She, I mean, I, I mentioned that I thought there were twenty thousand people at least that took the tra- same training he and I did, and we it was like four years apart. Uh, he and I, so we. She was a little surprised we didn't know each other. We weren't uh, intimate friends. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it was interesting, though. It's fun. That's that's half the fun here, Milton. Usually Actually, it's not, it is. You, it's not military service. Usually it's it's gardening personalities that we run into and people that we've met from the past. And, yeah. And, yeah someone uh, just walked uh, up to Jerry is talking to yeah. him. So. And uh, authors and uh, people from other uh, parts of the state that, that, that visit the event. Uh, and Ann and her crew bring them in to be speakers, and so we get a chance to meet them again. And chat with him again. So it's a great event, uh, and you got how how long, Milton? Twentieth anniversary. I mean, how many? Uh, how long? It stays open to what? Six? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, nine to five. Uh, but nine I'm five. A, I'm gonna double check. Five. Yeah. So you got plenty let of me, time. Let me make sure because I think it may be nine to six. You may be right. So come on, come on in. Uh, lots of displays. Plant. Lots of plants still for sale. Good bargains too. And in fact, as you get closer to nine to five, free parking. Yeah, as you get closer to closing, I think the plant bargains. Actually, they, they do. Yeah, they get more and more bargains. But uh, there's uh, milk. Anybody looking for milkweed? If you've had trouble getting milkweed, there's yeah. several, several suppliers here that have it. Um, and then we mentioned the gardening volunteers, of South Texas. They got all those uh, experimental plants. Uh, Lots of them are desirable. The Victoria red grape and what else is left over there, Jerry? Lots of uh, hibiscus and uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, Look I got, familiar. I got a list of. No. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight. 8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So, so you can uh, do that. Or also, don't forget, you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about uh, what's going on at the nursery, too. All right, 308-8867. Yes, Calvin, you're meeting all kinds oh, of people. Oh, yeah, I remember all right. yeah. Well, Mil- Milton was talking about, uh, we were talking about the... Folks from the years past, and here is a person Jerry and I worked with years ago at the extension. Oh wow! Office, yeah. And so she's she's reminiscing. Remis- there's Bob. Somebody was looking for Bob. Oh. Reminiscing. <laughs> hey. Thanks. See you. All right. Yeah, we need these people who knew you from a long time ago to share secrets about you. You. you 
There are no secrets about us. Hey, Bob. I don't know. That one woman was talking about Jerry's secretary. She was telling stories on Jerry. Yeah, June. Well, (laughs) the truth is uh, on Jerry is probably pretty... Well, I don't know if it's exciting. It's it's different anyway. <laughs> we got a few packages of Oscar okra here on the table for those of you who drop by and need some supply. That was the first question I got, or our first request I got from somebody that said that they loved Oscar okra, but they when they moved they lost their seed or some such thing. Well, and some maybe some folks are like me and have had trouble getting the. The seed, the okra to germinate, what usually happens if the temperature and the conditions get right, it suddenly will come, and then we were talking about it taking over the yeah, garden. Yeah, yeah. But so far, you know, I'm I'm still looking at the uh, little two-inch plants, just a few of them, not much, not good germination. So I latched on to some of Jerry's new seed here, and and you could too if you stop by. Uh, yeah, we had, had got a note from Greg Grant up in East, deep East Texas and said, uh, he said, some man in Palestine is looking for Oscar Okra. Said, brought, he, they brought it at the Stephen F. Austin plant sale one year ago and did not save the seed. And he capitalized that. Did not save the seed. And so, uh, he, uh, He's looking looking for a seed source, and I think we sent Greg some so he can get them. So that that's a common occurrence all over Texas uh, when people people don't save the okra seed. So uh, uh, we we're uh, thankful that uh, uh, Jack Hoover is at, at where uh, David grew some at the at the. Uh, Children's Garden uh, several years ago, uh, okra, and I've got his picture standing in it for for height comparison, and uh, so uh, and then then we have to shell it and then uh, then uh, we uh, pay and then Jack Hoover packages it for us, so uh, that's the way we've kept it on the market down here. And I think Melberger has some. And, uh, oh, good. I think they at least throw. I tell them to tell tell me when they're out of packages, and I resupply them. So you can drop by Melberger's and get uh, get your if you're not coming to Festival of Flowers. Hey, we need to get take your packages in. We need to take a quick break. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. A quick break. Is, uh, <laughs> is our number three zero eight? Stop it. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment. <laughs> You're on trying to trick me. Nine thirty a.m. The answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, I'm Milton Glick, and we're live at the Alzafar for our Festival of Flowers, celebrating the 20th annual Festival of Flowers and lots of things going on. We're sitting in front of the beautifully decorated Millburgers booth. They do a great job each year of creating themes. Uh, this one is just just bright and cheerful, and with lots of lights flickering and butterflies. And a, look, I, is that a monarch on the sign there? I think it might be. Look, it's it's. 
moving like my butterflies used to. Make. Yeah, after you talk to them. <laughs> whisper, Matthew. Whisper. These are easier to take pictures of, Jerry. Yeah. So, hi. Did you have a question? Can we ask it? Can we ask it on the air? Can you come on the air with we're us? On we're, the radio. we're doing the radio show now. Yeah. You're on the air. How can we help you? Well, I have squirrels eating the bark of my trees. Uh oh. Is there anything we can do about it? What kind of trees are they? They are cedar elms. And are they up in the, the horizontal branches or the trunk? They are on the branches. I have a picture. They're just scraping, scraping the wood, right? Uh, I don't know whether it's scraping or eating it, but they are taking the bark off of them. Right, right. Are the branches dying or anything? Uh, not yet. One, have you got any bird bass? That is from a few days ago, and it's starting to heal, and that is brand new from last night. Yeah, they're ser- they're serious about it. Um, one one way we've reduced this, it it can be quite common when the weather's dry, and they're when, when we, if you've got bird bass out there or anything. We have one bird bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll put a pan of water at the base of the tree. You think they're after the water? Yeah, what they are. Saying? They are the sap. They're after so the sap. Moisture. They yeah. scratch it. And there get... is a bird bath 50 feet away. Well, 50 feet is a long ways for a... And, I mean, he's getting nutrition, too. He's getting that yeah. the vascular, I mean, the underbark and things. But if you make it a little easier for them to get uh, Some water... water. Try try that and see if it doesn't. And of course, the, it'll help that it's going to supposedly going to start raining this next yes. week. Yes. Although last week it was, was supposed to rain last week. Yeah. <laughs> so. but, but it yeah, it seems to be related to the. But then there are there are some squirrels that are just inclined that way, and you may have to. Well, this is the first year the trees about. Uh-oh. Six, yes, six inches around. They're not bothering the main trunk, but the branches. Just the branches. branches are three or, yeah. four, three or four inches in diameter. Right. And they're scraping or eating or biting or well, <laughs> the wa- taking it off. The water usually helps, but if, if it doesn't, you, you might need to get a little uh, ha- uh, live trap and just trap them in because some of them are just get inclined to do that. That's just a, they find that they like the the inner bark for food and they're lazy about chasing finding other food. You don't have any pecans or acorns. No, I don't have. I'm sure I have acorns. I have live oaks. Yeah, well, they, yeah. Yeah, they must be acorns around there. But try that water. I think that'll usually do it. Okay, great. Thank you. Good luck. Or you can yeah, trap them. I have a second question. Yes, ma'am. Can I ask Absolutely. a second you question? Could, you could okay. trap them in, in there and then shake the trap and tell them not to do that. I see. <laughs> okay. Um, the second question is a radog. And I, you can see that the, the tree looks healthy. Okay. All over my branches. Those spots and they are like on a line. That's and that's their is spots. That horse, is that a branch going up vertical or horizontal? Every which way. Now the 
sap suckers will do that. That when they, they they're creating little holes and then the sap drips and they feed. And they I was I thought maybe it was woodpeckers yeah, or some yeah. yeah same they're related same thing okay and they uh, generally it's not look not a, a damaging thing they I mean it, almost Patter. every branch boom 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 and the, the pat- top of the branch the vertical branches the horizontals underneath yeah. boom 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 yeah the pattern patterns are just remarkable sometimes they're just perfect I've never lining. seen that before. You haven't seen them? Yeah, not typical woodpecker. Yeah, well, this is a, is this a, is this a vertical? Let me see what I tell. Uh, that's, yes, that's pretty much vertical, that branch yeah. I took a picture of. It's like that. But, uh, but often they'll be horizontal. But yeah, that's It's not horizontal and around the branch. No, it's along the branch, okay. up and down on the branch. But I don't, they're really... Uh, there is another picture. Okay, yeah, oh gracious, those are bigger. Yes. Have you seen any... Uh, I have not seen any animal activity. I've been... Yeah, I don't think that is woodpeckers. No, I don't think it is either. Although, that... There are holes. They're conferring. Yeah, we're looking at a... Yeah, we're I looking at... that's a bacterial... Disorder. Yeah, we're looking at big, wound, relatively big wounds. They're in a, a pattern, but they're, but they're not uh, the little woodpecker. Family. No, they're not little. Do you have a f- favorite arborist, an arborist that you use? Uh, no. That might be worth it to have somebody look at that. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, did. The did, tree is about ten years old. Again, it's about yeah. maybe eight inches diameter at four feet. What kind of trees? It's a red oak, but it's not the normal red oak. I didn't look it up. It's not the typical red oak that we see around here. Okay. It has a smaller, it has a smaller leaf, but it's in the red oak, the red oak family. Okay. Well, what we're suggesting is that you uh, quite often you can get a find out who the arborists that people in your neighborhood trust, and they'll quite often come out and. Uh, diagnose what you've got and tell you how much it will cost for them to fix it, and that and that that's a typical way to get information. And you can do it to, you know, you can get a couple to do that, but at least one to see to di- diagnose it. They, I today I saw a hole that was probably mm, it was more than an eighth. It was more like three sixteenths in diameter. What is that disease that we used to have? Uh, just the, the drip, the bitter. So it looks like something is digging yeah, except, in there. Except the, the problem is that the, the wounds are so uh, are irregular, which is not this. It's not what a yeah, woodpecker not what a would woodpecker do. would do. You know, you know, sap sucker does it. A real orderly, small. So, call an arborist. Okay. And uh, see if they'll come out and diagnose it. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. I'm betting. I'm betting on a bacterial disease. All right. 308-8867. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? All right. Grab, grab that microphone. Be on the air. These guys. We'll wait till the announcements finish real quick. Yeah, just grab the bike. 308-8867 is our number. We'll let Jerry chime in. He's going to finish answering the question for her. But you're on the air. How can we help you? 
Go ahead and talk in there. You're on the air. We, we, I'm, I'm just wondering what is the best kind of um, bay leaf plant to plant for culinary purposes. Gosh, I don't. I, I'm not even familiar with uh, the the bay leaves. The whole bunch of yeah, for really? soy. You know what? What you do have here is you've got some uh, excellent suppliers back there. Okay. Check with them. See if you can find Mary Dunford or. Okay. And she'll know. All right. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Sure, thanks. Bye. All right. 308-8867. Our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I should have. I guess I should have asked Jerry. What is the best bay leaf? For culinary purposes, I my answer was go find Mary Dunford. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good answer, Kevin. Yeah, but well, we're not, right around that corner there. Yeah, they're just uh, that's one of the neat things about this event is that there's uh, the herb. We got some uh, herb cooking uh, demonstrations, and then we got several suppliers here. Lots of choices on herb plants and lots of information. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. What else you got there, Jerry? I've got a deal here from uh, somebody that, uh, and I had this also question from uh, Cliff Bingham, who's a, a, a good, I guess he's one of the original master gardeners, wasn't he, Cliff? Cliff Bingham, wasn't he one of the original master gardeners? Cliff? Yeah. What, was Master Gardener? Yeah, yeah, I think so. In the original, original yeah, he was some of the originals. He's he's great Master Gardener. And uh, he had a uh, had a burrow that wasn't growing. That's not. I mean, it's an old burrow. Yeah. Hang hang on to that question. We got a question not, from the crowd real oh, quick. Oh, okay. He's got yeah. his hands full, so we're gonna. You're on the air. How can we help you? All right, guys. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, good. I'm the guy with the onions that I talked to you a few oh, times. My yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Copious um, amounts of... Yes, 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 yes. How you doing? Oh, good. Um, I'm ready to pull them up. Can I do... Uh, so I got some seeds. Can I do uh, okra yes. right now from seed? Yes. Okay. What about uh, jalapenos? What? Uh, jalapeno. jalapeno seed? Yeah. Uh, or should I save it? No, well, you you plant jalapenos in uh, in July. July. Oh well, or so the fall, yeah, but you're, you're pretty. Close. You can get transplants now. Right. Because they're they're starting to produce. Right. He's already got the seeds. I already got the seeds. <laughs> no, you guys got these seeds. Oh, you got Oscar. Oh yeah, see, because I got the uh, Clemson. Thank yeah. you, sir. Everybody got Clemson. Well, I just thought I didn't like the the spineless ones. I I like you gotta, those. You gotta have Oscar. Oh yeah, no, I hear you talk about it all the time. So no, how, how big are the onions? That's what I'm. The, the onions are not that big because I have a lot of uh, trees. Oh. So okay. it, it, they don't get enough sun during the day. But this gentleman here, my son, was the one that was down at the botanical gardens oh, and the okay. master. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. So are you tra- training him to garden? Yes. Okay. Is, that, is, he, is he a tough study? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he's done he's done a lot better than I did. But. It's a shame when parents won't learn. Yeah. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Well, thank all you. Right, and then I'll, I'll, I'll get with the okra. Thanks, Thanks for coming by. Yeah, that's Thanks cool. for calling. All right. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. So you were talking about uh, Cliff Bingham and. Well, it's still in your hand. You, uh, you, 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 oh yeah. Yes, there you go. 
<laughs> I, I have short-term memory loss. Now. You have what? <laughs> anyway, uh, we've seen this problem with a lot of boroughs. You know, they're slow, slow growing. They're anyway. always, to me, in my in my experience, they're always slow at the first, uh, first few years. Yeah. And ours is finally, after about 12 years, ours has finally started to put growth on it. We're in that chalk. Yeah. And it, I guess it's when the root system is getting put out there. But now it's, now it's putting on. Uh, after four twelve foot, years, four foot, yeah, four foot a year now. But oh yeah, for the longest time it was like a half a foot a year. Well, I think that's about how old Cliffs is. So maybe he'll start growing. He's done everything in the world he could do to it. We got yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty independent. Said uh, I recently cut out a large mesquite trees to replace it with a burrow. I dug a hole about three feet from the mosquito stump and found solid rock six inches below the ground level. I used a sledge and a 16-pound hammer to bust the hole and planted the eight-foot oak in there. My question is, will the roots find their way through the rock like the mosquito did? No. Or should I dig it up and find a better location? I like Baroque, so I would be patient, but um, he's definitely not going to get a quick response in that kind of a condition no. from a Baroque, so you have to make I, a decision. I, I did exactly what that guy described uh, when I planted my uh, red oak in, in my backyard. What? Uh, <laughs> huh? Oh. That is a, uh, somebody brought up a sample up here. That is a Monterey. Oh, okay, Monterey. That's a Monterey. Yeah. It's a Monterey. I know. (laughs) (laughs) She said you're so smart. Did you have a question, sir? Uh, Oh, no, we just have it down there. Sorry. Did it go out? Sit down and sit by the speaker down there. Yeah, 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 there you go. But anyway, uh, Forrest wrote to, wrote, wrote to a guy back and said... Grab the, grab the mic there. We'll, we'll, we'll do it in one sec. If you're only able to make a hole sufficiently big enough to plant the, fit the root ball in, I would recommend finding another place for the burrow. They're very slow to grow even in good soil. I suspect that the mesquite was a native tree resulting from a seedling such as, uh, and as such was able to survive there. Uh, so any anytime you plant a chisel out a hole to plant a plant, uh, some they they will eventually uh, find their find their way yeah, through I, there. Yeah, I I think the burr will survive, definitely survive. But, but it may take it yeah, ten or fifteen years to yeah, really not, start acting. Not a quick grow. quick responder. You know, it's pretty conservative. They're also the one that drop their leaves quickly if it gets in a drought. You know, they're not going to bother to fight right. fight a drought. They're going to say, "Well, I'll wait till next year." So. Um. But Matt Milton, how are they going to get electrocuted? Huh? In Neil Sperry's, I'm going to have to have a talk with Neil about. He he's got some confused things about uh, growing tomatoes. 
uh, he got had a question. Said my husband husband ordered tomato seeds this past winter. They've grown into nice plants, but so far we've only had three or four blooms, and only three or three small tomatoes. What is wrong? Well, every every year we work, and half of the last uh, forty years, working we work uh, pretty hard to try to identify the best uh, tomato varieties for this area, and uh, then if. I, I guarantee you, if I, were, if I were to talk to this lady, she'd say, but they look good in the catalog. You know, the seed looked good in the catalog and and, and uh, disregarded the variety. But... Uh, well, Neil does, too. Yeah, yeah. But And, and Neil answers and says, when a tomato plant grows well but doesn't bloom... It's usually due to insufficient sunlight, uh, unless it's well a, a lot, of, it, and it won't set bloom, especially if it's the wrong variety or, or, or not a tested variety. Now he they require full sunlight all day long to reach maximum productivity. He implies that an indeterminate, when some of the bigger ones are a problem, but. Yeah, we we have consistent problems with them. They just they want to put foliage on until they get to the point when it's yeah the they want conditions. one or two big fruit. Yeah. Yes, sir. Did you have a question? You're on the air. Let me start off by saying that I'm about ninety nine point nine percent organic. Oh, every man. couple of years. Get that mic from him. Every couple of years, <laughs> I have a problem that, and I nuke them. Uh, now, if I have a severe problem, I'm not above that. There you go. Now, having said that, I have a friend that has this gigantic brown snail problem. Yeah. And anything that comes from my friend's house to my house, I want to know what to do with it to make sure that I don't get any snails or eggs or anything, you know, uh, that's going to infect my property with those things because I don't have any brown snails now. I think, uh, I bet. Uh, I've actually seen them uh, quarantine a little bit, you know, in a little kind of caged area and just put your uh, slug and snail bait there. And then, now it's got to be long enough that they get the hatch, too. Are these so, big plants? So there's nothing you can grinch that with. You just have to quarantine it. And well, I can't. I don't know if they. I don't. Like think. right now, I have a a plastic snap together structure. I don't know what it was meant to be, but I'm going to use it as a doghouse. But when I got it, it had snails on it. I picked them all up and got rid of them. But I suspect that there's eggs or something, in, or maybe snails someplace where I can't see them. You know, inside the it's a double wall kind of thing. I don't know how long the snail eggs are viable. I don't either. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know how long you'd have to quarantine them. Well, right now I have them laying out in the hot sun in a That'll real arid area. That'll they, do it. You know, they'd have to crawl 20 or 30 feet to get into shade or anything. Yeah, that'll do it. But in future things that come from that location, I want to know how to. Yeah, you you should to. Give them a hint. You should 
label it his name in the quarantine area. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dad, don't, no, don't put it down there. Come here, quick. Directly to here. Yeah, put it in here. Well, I, like I said, I, I don't want those things because uh, at my friend's house, those suckers, I mean, you can go in there and pick up a... a you know, half a gallon of snails in ten minutes. Oh my goodness! And they're everywhere. Are they big ones or are they little? Yeah, ones? they're pretty big. And I was up at, uh, well, maybe I'll ask this off the air, but I was at a well-known nursery, and uh, they had a giant infestation too. And and so I'm wondering how they're getting rid of them, because they were literally, when it rained, the snails crawled up in the trees, and there was like bands of snails that were six or eight inches wide all the way around the tree. Wow. Well, that, that's why they quarantined, they, they, they quarantined California for a long time. And uh, because that, that snail, once they get, I think that's a major problem, what you're talking about, controlling snails. You can't. You, I don't think you can use an insecticide. I mean, an insecticide doesn't work. Branch. Yeah. Because yeah. they're more like in the family of mollusks and yeah. and stuff than they are insects. Yeah, right. And uh, they're tough. Hey, 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 come here. Uh oh. <laughs> We're about that tree. Oh, okay. Uh oh, sorry. We can't help you. Okay. Sorry about this. All right, well, I'm sorry. I just thought just maybe a, there was something. Organic or inorganic? In a, yeah, something that I could put on there. I think you know, your quarantine, quarantine you is know, the best way to do soak it. Soak them a week in Duraspan or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you can find the Duraspan. Just a big beer spray. Just spray beer all over them. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. All right, well, they'll be, at least they'll be drunk then, huh? Uh-oh, does, does he want to be on the air for your question? I don't know if he does or not. He's supposed to be. He's an arborist. Do you want to answer a question on the air? We, we, had, okay. a, we had a little lady bring a picture by a while ago. Let him introduce himself. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Edder, uh, Edder Tree Service. David Vaughn with Edder Tree Care. The, 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 let's see, don't you say you're the best arborist in town? Mm-hmm. No, not, when, not when Ed's around here. Uh, <laughs> okay, I've never seen this damage on a on a live oak. It's and on a red oak. On a red oak. It is a red oak, and she said it wasn't a Texas red oak. I don't know what she said. It was some kind of other red oak, but it had lesions uh, up, up and down, up and down the the branches. Where it looked like scabby lesions, and they were vertical. At first response, first look, I thought maybe it was uh, sap suckers, but it was. But they were, like Jerry says, lesions. They were just irregular, and it was just a vertical they instead were vertical. of horizontal. Yeah. Uh, in there, a bacterial canker type of disease that does that. Yeah, there, there is a bacterial canker uh, that tends to be localized. It's usually not all through the tree. Uh, okay. We call it a bleeding canker. Uh, so I bet that, that, and we're seeing some of that, but it usually just is in spots. It's not all through, all over a branch. It is generally taken care of by the tree without any treatment. Okay, well, I, t- I told her if it's bacterial canker or some bacterial disease... 
there's nothing that they can spray or nothing they can spray or do for we, it. We suggested that she get a hold of their her neighborhood's favorite arborist or somebody to take a look at it. Yeah, and, and I had a, a lady stop by our booth earlier that said she had used some hydrogen peroxide on it, and we don't know if it worked or not. But usually with the bleeding cankers, it's just a matter of making sure root flare is exposed. We get the tree as healthy as possible. We recommend that they wash the tree off, just rinse it off once a month or once every two months. Uh, just to keep the alcohol content from building up in the sap that's it, it's draining down. Oh, that's I never thought of that. And uh, just let the tree take care of it. Okay. Thank you, sir. There you go. I knew you'd yeah. know the answer. All right, we'll take well, a break. That's or tree service. That's a answer, at least. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Coming up at 2 o'clock from the Festival of Flowers, it's the Organic Roundtable. Uh, so uh, there's still plenty of things to see here. And then, of course, the uh, Festival of Flowers ends at 5 o'clock, so you can come on out uh, before that. But uh, Calvin's right. Some of the vendors will actually give better deals uh, if they still what they still have on uh, it's closer to closing time so it's uh, a good idea to get here late or to stay or to come back because you can get your hands down back in a moment on 9:30 a.m the answer Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Let's get right to it. I've got some terrific items to tell you about that are on sale right now at Millburgers. Myers Lemon, Mexican Limes. You'll save over 50% for these great citrus trees, and they're two of our most popular citrus trees for containers. Now in the 12-inch pot, just $16.88. Drift Roses. They're low-growing ground covers, disease-resistant, abundant blooms, beautiful colors, perfect for a sunny border, and now in the two-gallon container... Just fourteen eighty eight. Day lilies are on sale too. Now just four eighty eight in the one gallon container. And Texas lilac Vitex is on sale in the five gallon container for just sixteen eighty eight. When you come to Millburgers, you also find Gold Star Esperanza on sale. This terrific, beautiful plant, great for hummingbirds and butterfly gardens. Now just nineteen eighty eight in the twelve inch pot. You'll find savings on these and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com and go to Millburger Nursery. Street at 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. DeWitt Landscaping Products and Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of professionals in the lawn and garden industry. Millburger Landscape and Nursery stocks the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag for new trees. DeWitt Do-Right Bag is designed to provide a drip irrigation system directly to tree roots over an extended period of time. Take the stress out of planting new trees with this 20-gallon tree watering bag. It is designed to ensure that your new trees will survive their crucial first year after being planted. It eliminates the severe water stress new trees endure after transplanting by delivering a high volume of water directly to the root system. It is great for soaking before digging, for providing continuous water during summer droughts. The DeWitt Do-Right Bag is made of heavy-duty green coated polypropylene with nylon webbing, poly straps, and black nylon zippers. It is UV stabilized to endure extended exposure to sunlight, safe to use with nutrients, 
A single bag fits trees up to three feet caliper and holds 20 gallons of water. Easily installed in five minutes, no tools needed. Look for the DeWitt Do-Right Drip Irrigation Bag at Milberger's Landscape and Nursery. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner Road or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. Memorial Day, more than the start of summer. It's a day of reflection and gratitude. At this and other cemeteries across our country, America acknowledges a debt that is beyond our power to repay. This weekend, while you're enjoying the holiday, take a moment to reflect on the sacrifice of those in our military, those who have given their lives for our freedom. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, our number 308-8867, 308-8867. And don't forget, Millburgers has the big uh, Water Smart Tax Holiday that's going on uh, this weekend. And this weekend includes Monday, so the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh, you'll find savings on all products with the WaterSense logo. The uh, soakers and drip irrigation system, plants and grasses and mulches, rainwater and moisture collection systems, and water savings surfactants. Almost everything in the nursery. So uh, go on by and take advantage of this great opportunity. That's the uh, water and garden, water smart, the lawn and garden, water smart uh, tax holiday today, tomorrow, and Monday. Uh, and uh, it's at Millburgers. And then don't forget to find out about the Top Tomato Contest on June 17th with two divisions. Actually, uh, yeah, so cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, plus the biggest tomato based on weight. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Grab that microphone, and you'll be on the air and asking your question. You'll do great. Yes, ma'am, how can we help you? I'd like to know whether I can eat the snails that I'm growing in my garden this year. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. You... Really? Yeah. Look up escargot. You probably don't want to prepare them if you're going to eat them. Just, just do it. Eat don't, don't raw? tell. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I might prepare the snails. Like tell them, guys, this is it. You're going to be eating. Uh, I didn't understand what you meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how did no, how did eat? Just kidding. Just look up escargot on the. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Calvin, are you comfortable with that answer? What? I don't. Th- I don't think it hurt. I don't know if they taste as good as the escargot in the restaurant or what varieties they use, but I don't think you would be harmed by eating them at all. Yeah. Uh, it just. It just. It's hard to relate escargot to those snails that are eating your daylilies. You know that's so. And some of them. They're my best organic crop this year. But they were. Uh, we had. 
you know, I think of snails in my landscape. I, I think of smaller ones, but somebody was. I have them like this big. That's what somebody yeah. else. Mine are about an inch and a quarter big, and um, they're organic. So I thought perhaps it would be go. a good meal. There you go. Well, yeah, all right. We don't. We don't. Let us. We've let never us, done if, it. If you uh, do it and survive, let us know, will you? <laughs> this may be an internet question, but I think I'd be careful with that too. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 I know, but all right, so we don't know the answer. Oh, you know what? David Rodriguez, I bet, knows, because they're doing a lot of, uh, they do, like, a big thing on eating crickets and doing so. Oh, I don't, yeah, David, I don't think it would hurt her. I mean, it does. No, no, just how to prepare them. If you can eat crickets, oh. Uh, I don't know if David, ask Ann if David's here. Yeah, tell him, tell him we sent you. <laughs> Sorry. 308-8867. Okay. Hey, there's it? another big event. Oh, do we need to help these folks? Oh, she's just, uh, oh, she's just admiring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi. Hello. Welcome Hi. to Hi. question. Yes, my question is, uh, do you know of a prostate ro- uh, prostate fig tree? <laughs> a what? Prostate, prostate fig tree. It gives me, it makes me uh, yeah. uncomfortable uh, when you talk about that. It when you say that. horizontally. Yeah. <laughs> there you oh. go. Oh, it grows or is it? Well, of course. I don't know of one that lays down now that the... Uh, Live oaks grow, have a lot of horizontal branches and mesquite, for sure. Yeah, here, here. Yeah, we have a mic. Right here. There you go. It doesn't grow higher than six feet. Oh. And it grows wide and horizontal. Well, there are... Uh, well, hang on to the mic, just in case. Let's... let's and you're looking for a, a tree or a shrub or... Any information about it. You know, you know, if, I don't know if Charles is still here. Some of those ornamental, oh gosh, uh, I was trying to think of uh, the trees that that that, uh, that grow. I want to say figs, but that's not it. Uh, there are some ornamental trees that grow almost horizontal and that are small like that. Uh, I've, and the climbing figs, the uh, the vining figs, are those edible? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, we're I, thinking. My old age, so I can't I can't think of what those varieties are. But there, a lot of there's. I'll have to bring photos to you. Let's see if is Mary over there. Oh, there? you've seen them. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Here in town. Yes. And well, they're they're. He grows horizontally. And they're figs. Fig. Their fish. Uh, there's nothing shading it. It's like a. Okay, now the the the. Uh, it's not the, on the. Uh, you know the fig that grows on the wall. Yeah, no. no it's no, like it's ap- no. apple trees that grow. No, it's not that. Espelier. Huh? Who's over there in the Millburgers booth? Is there any? Uh, yeah, the girl is. Uh, the lady with. Oh, me. Mar- ask Mary over there with that uh, scarf, scarf on, because the Millburgers has uh, some of those ornamentals every once in a while, and that you, I'll bet you'll know. We might, we might even. Uh, all right, let's, let's take a quick break. That's a good one. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Let's get right to it. I've got some terrific items to tell you about that are on sale right now at Millburgers. Myers Lemon Mexican Limes. You'll save over 50% for these great citrus trees, and they're two of our most popular citrus trees for containers. Now in the 12-inch pot, just $16.88. Drift Roses. They're low-growing ground covers, disease-resistant, abundant blooms, beautiful colors, perfect for a sunny border, and now in the two-gallon container, just fourteen eighty eight. Daylilies are on sale too. Now just four eighty eight in the one gallon container. And Texas Lilac Vitex is on sale in the five gallon container for just sixteen eighty eight. When you come to Millburgers, you'll also find Gold Star Esperanza on sale. This terrific, beautiful plant, great for hummingbirds and butterfly gardens. Now just nineteen eighty eight in the twelve inch pot. You'll find savings on these and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com and go to Millburger Nursery at 1604 on Bullforty Road. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-308. 0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482 Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Hi, this is Baron Wiley and you've heard me say that Gary and Dave from Climate Magic get it. Well, guess what? I get it. I am a happy Climate Magic customer too and here's why. My new friend Martin has been with Climate Magic for over 20 years. Nicest man in the world. We found out we had a lot in common but then Martin got to work and I promise you it was the most thorough AC service my unit has ever seen. In fact, he found a little too much. I had some mold growing back there. He quickly pulled that part out of my unit, took it outside, cleaned it all up and put it back in. All part of the service and Martin told me that at Climate Magic they treat each customer and project like as if it was in their own home. He taught me some new tips gave me some great advice because it's true Climate Magic does have the heart of a teacher and I feel like I got more service than for what I paid. I also think that Climate Magic appreciated that I scheduled my AC maintenance now in the cooler weather which is safer for my friend Martin and I think that's also reflected in my Climate Magic maintenance package. Let Climate Magic take care of your AC right now. It's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com Texas License 1531C 
Welcome back to Milkers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 308-8867. Franklin James, hold on a second. We got a question from the crowd. This woman's been very patient. Yes, ma'am. You're on the air. How can we help you, gentlemen? Beginning last summer, I started having little round circles of dead grass in my lawn. By little would, round, how, how, how big are they? I would say four to six, seven, eight inches at first, but they some of them grew to two or three feet. The grass appeared yellow, and then it died. It didn't come up off the roots. I didn't see chinch bugs. It was only my lawn. I, all I put on it was compost and organic fertilizer i don't know what's wrong with it is the is the live air are they like donuts is is the air in the middle is that that alive is there any green at all in the middle no generally no green in the middle now the runners from st augustine will start spreading across the dead part in the middle okay um and then when was the when was what was the timing it seemed like it was raining a lot and so I thought at first it might be fungus, so I put the cornmeal on it. Didn't really help too much. I've put um, the Medina has, has it, to grow. Has it stopped? Has it stopped spreading now? This dry weather? Yes, I believe it has stopped spreading, but it's certainly slow to fill in. Are they lo- um, lo- kind of lower areas? Can you tell? Is there any low? Any? They're quite shady areas, not in the sunny areas. Okay. I, I think it's probably a brown patch, which is a fungus disease, because it, it's, it's dependent on uh, this spring we had cool evenings and warm days, and with all that rain. And the reason I asked about the low spots is because even though you got a low spot that's not draining as well as other places, that's where it'll start. And then that pattern you're talking about, and the fact that it's that it's. Uh, Stop spreading now indicates that it may be a brown patch because this is the conditions now are are ideal for for it to stop. Uh, the problem is that it's tough to get it to repair itself because uh, you want to. But I think if you wait a little while and then then yeah. if you because um, it'll be warm enough that you can you can water as necessary and you'll have it recovers. Good news about brown patch is it doesn't kill the roots; it just kills the top. That's why I asked about the donut. Quite often, you'll see the the middle start healing. You'll have this almost perfect ring, just the way that you've described it. Yeah, I've seen that. It doesn't really quite look like that. Yeah. Now so you're. Can I treat it? You can. I've never heard anybody have any luck with cornmeal, but you could try. PCNB, uh, turfside, uh, there's a bare, uh, any uh, bare soil fungicide. Uh, uh, well, I, I wonder if, I, I guess it's, it's not hot enough for her to have uh, uh, I wouldn't take off. I wouldn't think so. Now, the other, the other thing is it might, if it's not spreading, I may, maybe it isn't, maybe you don't even need to treat it at this point. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, or it may not be an advantage. Next fall, maybe if if you start seeing movement, then you treat it and it'll stop the infection. It doesn't doesn't add to the healing. So so you and just if it's brown patch, it'll start in the same place as it did this last year. Next year, 
sometimes sometimes even if it doesn't look like it's a low spot might might be a good idea to get a little compost and just add a half inch or three quarters of an inch in there and gradually get that move that up even you know you can't hardly see a little hill there but that'll prevent the disease thanks okay good luck right. hey we got to get a couple calls on the air so can you help her or can someone help her all right, 308-8867. Uh, James, I'm sorry, Franklin is on the line. Hi, Franklin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? If I got any better, I'd charge admission. How about you guys? <laughs> That's pretty You're doing good. fine. Well, look, uh, I called in uh, that lady. Uh, you've had some snail questions and the delicious escargot. Uh, yes. Here's something that's a little heads up. Uh, most of the people, when they have the escargot, uh, the commercial operators, they put the snails. Boy, there's a lot of noise going on there in the background. I know. Uh, yeah, they put the uh, the snails in like an aquarium and uh, fill it with uh, uh, cornmeal uh, or something like that, and they leave them in there until they basically purged everything out of their system. And and it, that improves their flavor. Uh, but uh, a good source would be to call the UT, uh, uh, UTSA and talk to somebody in, in, uh, in the biology department. Uh, some snails have parasites that you can uh, get uh, uh, oh. associated with them. So uh, you want to check uh, on the particular species of snail, but generally speaking, they're okay, but you just got to, to, to keep them for about a month or so eating nothing but the cornmeal so that they, you get their systems all cleared out. Mm, it just sounds like a lot of work. Well, you know, you, you, you put cornmeal in the bottom of an aquarium and put a lid on it so they can't get out, and that's about it, you know, some water. That's, have, have you that's have it. you done this before? Uh, yeah, I have actually, but it's been a long time since I did. And oh, okay. uh, they were, you know, uh, it was tasty, tasty. But I, I don't the, the the kind of snails you want are those big brown ram's horn snails that when you see the escargot when they have the different shells and all that's that's the kind of snail you want. And uh, since I use the uh, the uh, killer snails in my yard as an organic control, you know the kind uh, with the uh, chopped off uh, tail. Uh, I don't have any of those, and <laughs> I haven't had them for years. So I don't have a snail problem, so I don't get to eat the snails. But oh, okay. those that do, there, there's a, there's a, there's a little tip for you. Thanks, Franklin. Hey, All no right, problem. Thanks, Frank. uh, they're great we'll with lemon. And uh, 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 garlic. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right. James is on the line at 308 8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. We were in there to see y'all earlier. Now we just pulled in the Millburgers. I got a question. Oh, cool. um, my, in, uh, my determinant tomatoes are pretty much played out. Um, I planted early. So we're over here at Millburgers. I wanted to pick up, I want to know what the options are for summer tomatoes other than cherry or what's the best if there is a cherry. I think you said you were growing something. Yeah, the BHN 968s will continue to produce. Milton's having great luck. Um, I'm having good good luck with them. Now, the the trick is to find, um, well, 
You know, we replant for the fall in July. So, so you'll have you know the this mid period time will be tough. Uh, some some places I don't know if they'll I don't think Millburgers has any more of the large transplants left. But uh, okay. the, yeah, most of the cherries will produce pretty good in the summer, and the temperatures okay, have been. Is, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Is that one? A, is it a big cherry or is it a small cherry or? Yeah, it's a it's a bit relatively large cherry, and it's uh, it's a small plant, about six foot plant. Does great in okay. containers and very productive. I, I, I think, I think Milton agrees. I think it's the, one of the best tasting tomatoes yeah. that we grow. Uh, just a great combination of acid and, and sweet. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see if they have one. If not, I'll, I'll wait and see if they have one later on. Okay. Cool. Good luck, James. Thanks, right, James. Thanks. You take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Do you want to see if we can help this woman, too? Yeah. Ma'am? Ma'am, you come on over here. Do you have a question? Can we, and can we ask it on the air? Well, here, here, well, here, here grab that mic. It'll be on the air. What's going on? I want to know if you can cut the top off of a papaya tree and that it'll start to grow from the bottom because the papaya tree's 15 feet tall and my greenhouse isn't. It'll. Um, it's in the greenhouse. How long? How long has it been in there? I take it out every year, but we have to put it back in every year. I th- I think you might get at the. What is that? Papaya. She's it's bigger than her greenhouse. She takes it out and then puts it back, but it's getting bigger than a greenhouse. So she wants to know if she can prune it. I mean, cut it down to like four yeah. feet. The you, stock you, is totally hollow. Is it? Is it uh, having fruit? I mean, it what? has fruits. It yeah. has had fruits. Where'd you get it from, Mr. Moy? I got it from a seed. Oh. Oh, you grew it from seed. Okay. Generally, they're well. Let's see. In the tropics, I guess they're more than a biennial, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you could probably. I don't know what. Kind of growth you'll get or anything. I know when we, when they freeze, uh, when they froze back a couple of years, we we at the botanical garden, we cut them off and they re-sprouted. I think from the bottom, as I remember right. Where I live at, it'll definitely freeze, and I don't think it would come back. Yeah, well, I mine. I haven't had that. When mine froze. They, they turned into mush and never came back. But but that indicates that you you probably can just do it, be conservative in your cutting and uh, should stay alive anyway good luck and i have another question can i cut the top off of a norfolk pine and what's going to happen that's going to mess it up even if it doesn't come back as a tree if it comes back as a bush that may may yeah and can i start the top of the plant do what can i start the top of the plant start it if i were doing a norfolk pine i would air layer it you know, uh, wrap it with the sphagnum yeah. and stuff. Okay, I'll give that a try. And see if it'll root. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Did you have a question, ma'am? Yes. Can we ask it on the air? Okay. Here you go. Grab the mic. It'll be on the air. How can we help okay. you? Okay. Um, I am interested in how do you control mosquitoes when you have dogs. So I want something organic. But I see the mosquitoes just swirl around my dog, and it makes me sick. <laughs> and then, you know, they keep you from being in your yard. 
So well, any know, suggestions? I don't, I don't know if they have organic. I think they have they have organic flea spray. You know, they got or flea. They they pills. got they've been keep it keep that there, but they peripherins they they talk about. Yeah, yeah. Look for uh, a peripherin based, and I I haven't seen. I don't surely they've got them labeled for mosquitoes. Yeah, talk to your vet. Okay. They have, they sell them at vet stores. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah, like that should learn. should know about this. Absolutely. For mosquitoes. Yes, ma'am. And you know, of course, you don't want you want something organic around your animals. Yeah. Well, you know, well they, want, doesn't matter as long as you follow the instructions. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I we, mean, we've been spraying malathion in. Oh. Communities for years and years and years, and the pets have not been affected. Oh, really? Well, see, I thought you needed. But prethrins are pretty effective. Around. I don't know if the I don't know if the vets are into the mosquitoes as much as. Uh, you have a pest control guy that you talk to ever? Well, I've used an organic company. Call them. You have, oh, Spider Man will know too. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Just ask, ask them about, and I think they're all using prethrins. And is this is Spider-Man a company? And yeah, it's a company. Yeah. In the phone book or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. And he's they they've got all the options, but they're also helpful and they'll let you know what you can yeah. use. Well, y'all know what I'm saying. It's yeah. Just, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a good idea to use a organic if if there's one that's effective, and I think the Parisians are pretty effective. So. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, Thank you. 866-308-8867. Okay, we've got a, uh, we've talked about a, a lot of events uh, okay. today, and uh, one of the, one of the uh, really neat one that's coming up, it's got some of our favorite organizations involved, it's a Water Saver Landscape Design Workshop, and it's sponsored Sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, the San Antonio Water System, and the Trinity Glenrose Groundwater Conservation District. So that's kind of neat. It's on June 10th. It runs from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. And it's going to be at El Daco's Restaurant at Dominion Ridge, which is another of my favorite organizations out there. It's a really nice restaurant, new restaurant out there at just off of I-10 Frontage Road at Dominion Ridge. El Taco's restaurant, and this is a landscape school. You'll get the lectures on picking the plants to fit your landscape, how to um, personalize your landscape. You want a landscape that fits your land and also fits your interests and your uh, interest uh, or willingness to, to get involved in the landscape. So this is a great, great program. It's $30 for individuals. $50 for two people from the same family, and uh, you need to register by June 6th if you're going to uh, get a spot, uh, but contact, uh, go to the uh, Gardening Volunteers uh, South Texas, the GVST, uh, and look for the Landscape School, and uh, that will have all the information that we've talked about here, and you can go ahead and register. So it's www. Dot gardeningvolunteers.org and then slash design um, dash school. You can just go to gardeningvolunteers.org and you'll be able to find it too. So that's June June 10th. Register by June 6th and check all the uh, 
lectures that you'll be provided and the handouts, lots of great handouts too. All right, we just got about a minute or so left. I want to thank everybody here at the Alzafar that had us as a guest here. It's the Festival of Flowers uh, put on uh, here at... It's located, it's not put on by the Alzafar, but it's uh, uh, here at the Alzafar, which is on Blanco Road between Stone... I'm sorry, 1604 between Blanco Road and Stone Oak Parkway. Uh, Tomorrow we're back at the Mill Burgers, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, visit with you then if you want to come on out and ask your gardening question in person. Of course, Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and there's lots of stuff going on gardening-wise in San Antonio, and one of the ways to uh, keep in touch with all of it is to go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Uh, we'll have all the information you need on uh, what's going on in the gardening world, as well as what's on sale at Millburgers, what activities are coming up at Millburgers. So that's millburgernursery.com. On behalf of the docs, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody at the station getting all our calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. Join us tomorrow back at Millburgers on 930 AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.